Hey everybody, my name is Steve Gibson. And I'm Ryan Berger. And welcome to this week's episode of Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast. Ryan's, Ryan's pumped. He's <laughs> Arsenio Hall back there. Um, <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about why it's important for a recruiting firm or staffing firm to be marketing and advertising their business. doing well um really like you know thank you for calling me arsenio hall uh, <laughs> well i mean there's just so many similarities you well know. you know it was both a, a compliment to me and an insult to arsenio hall yeah i mean maybe <laughs> I, I mean i don't know is arsenio hall doing a podcast today what's he up to I don't know. They revamped his show a few years back. How'd that work out for him? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he made a few million and then he well, gets to go. <laughs> right. It was kind of a moment in time kind of thing, though. You know what I mean? Like just oh, yeah. the, the whole nature of the the shtick where you, we did one of those. <laughs> and the little. Yeah. Yeah. It just was kind of it's he had his moments. So that's great. He's funny. He's a funny guy, though. He is. Yes. Shout out Arsenio Hall. Oh, yeah. Follow you know, Arsenio. Like and follow, subscribe. We'll talk about you every episode if you do. I guarantee it. You're going to be big for one guy in Germany. I tell you what. I really hope the German listener loves the fact that we engage them every single time. I mean, if they keep engaging every episode, we might as well. It, I would love to know who they are. I would love them to be able to take this and, and share it at least or tag us in it so that we understand who it is. Um, I'm going to be really disappointed if it's just somebody with a v- VPN. It would uh, be very disappointing. That's from like, I don't know, Arkansas. <laughs> it just seems a little less glamorous. It does. Nothing yeah. against you guys, Arkansas. But well, no, I mean we're Missouri, so it's not it's not any more glamorous here. Yeah. It's just you know, Germany seems like a little bit, you know, more exciting of a place for someone to be listening mm-hmm. to us talk. Yeah. I'm with you. What are we talking I'm about today, you. Ryan? What are we, we what are, are we talking about today? We are talking about why recruiting firms need to be marketing and advertising. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do they? Well, to start, and I know growing up, we always heard, well, if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? And the answer is no, you shouldn't. Well, it should oh, be okay. no. No, okay. It's but, no. <laughs> yeah. But in this instance, with marketing and advertising, really the answer should be yes. All right. Everyone should be doing that. Um, you know, if one of the things we've talked about you know, a lot of the big guys in the recruiting industry really feel like they need to be marketing and advertising as well. So they already have resources that these small firms don't. Right. And then when they do that, it's just another step past um, a, a firm that's not marketing and advertising. Well, yeah. And there's been this, um, you know, we talk to recruiting firms every day, especially direct hire firms. Um, I think <laughs> staffing firms are maybe a little bit a little bit more open to advertising um, uh, and marketing a little bit more aggressively. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's not, that's not a, a hard or fast rule, but, but I do, I do feel like that just from the conversations we've had, they, they are a little bit more apt to do that. But from a direct recruiting perspective, uh, retained firms, contingency based firms, those that are, are very specific with a niche, there's this perception that, that I don't need to advertise. Recruiters mm-hmm. don't need to advertise because no one's looking for recruiters um, or, or people aren't looking for, for a firm like myself. Our service is so 
unique that no one is going to be searching for that. Um, and and I, you know, it, it, I, as much as I understand the industry is unique, and it's, it's very specific to to um, to what it is recruiters do when they and the services that they offer. It's it's very unique, but it's 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 just like any other any other service in this world. It people are searching for it, um, mm-hmm. and if we can be in front of those people that are searching. Uh, we have more opportunity to have the conversation with the right types of companies that we want to partner with, with the right types of candidates that that we can help. Um, but if they don't know that we exist, if they don't know that we're good at what we do, if they don't know that we're experts in a particular type of industry they, and because they can't find us, they just don't know we exist, then then you never have that chance. Well, exactly. I mean, it, it's it's one of those things and I can't remember the exact percentage off the top of my head, but something like it's it's some ridiculously high number of jobs are never even advertised. You know, sure. they, they're just handled by recruiters. They're handled by. And, and I think with this job market and how candidates are becoming increasingly aware of the opportunities that they have, uh, there's a, a bigger and, and better understanding that that a recruiter can help with these with finding these types of roles that, you know, maybe you wouldn't find on your own. So from the candidate side, there definitely is people that are searching for these firms, especially within their specific niche. Right. Oh yeah. And in in the, I get that most recruiting firms, um, especially when we're talking about the direct hire, they don't necessarily, they're not wanting, especially in the past, not wanting candidates to apply because they're going on searching for most of these Mm -hmm. candidates. You know, you guys are, are the experts that are taking the headhunting aspect of this business and and are going out and very, be very pinpoint, um, doing research, um, looking in that industry, having the jumping off the relationships that you've already built, um, probably scour, LinkedIn, Zoom, your database, all the things that we do on a regular basis and trying to find and reaching out to the right people. But even in the last year, that's changed dramatically in the way that is so hard to find candidates right now. Yeah. Uh, and given this is and, and it's funny is the firms that were set up that were already doing marketing, those that had already been um, advertising their business, not only through paid advertising methods, but also just organic methods through things like posting and being active on social media, LinkedIn, those kind of places are better equipped and have been better set up to weather this strange market that we're in for candidates to be reaching out to them where other firms have come to me and said, Steve, I need to do this now. Um, and unfortunately, it's very difficult to catch up because by the time those things are set up and out there running, we've already, the market's already transitioned a little bit. It's already changed. And, and so being, it's not necessarily about being uh, set up exactly for this moment in time and what's happening within the industry, but just being always prepared and visible for what's going to take place a year from now, two years from now. Well, exactly. Because because marketing, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And, and if you spend your time trying to, you know, if you're always trying to race in the 100 meter dash when everyone else is running a full marathon, you know, running those 24 miles, whatever it is, 26, I don't know. 26, 26, 26 points. There we go. 26.2. Yeah, I see, the, I see the stickers on the back of yeah. people's cars. I've never ran one. Um, I'm not, you can look at me and see that I've never ran one. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're just, we're just wasting, you know, shoulders down us. We're good. Nobody knows. Yeah, true. Just below me is just like a stomach that is just <laughs> out of control. It's a bass drum. It's just a weeble wobble. Yeah, I don't fall down, though. <laughs> well, that's great. Instead <laughs> of being a weeble wobble. But that's why Cordon Ferry, again, using them as an example, and, you know, mm-hmm. love them or hate them. 
Um, they're very notable. Everybody knows who they are. They're, they've even gone to the point, as we know now, that they sponsor the PGA Tour. We're talking about a recruiting firm, mm-hmm. an executive search firm sponsoring something so um, prevalent in our society, yeah. something that's so uh, visible because there's value in being seen. And now we all can't sponsor the tour, a, a golf tournament. No. no, we get that. Um, but but that, that we don't have to, because if we are niche focused, there are opportunities where we can be very direct in how we're communicating with our prospective clients and candidates in that particular niche. And, and you could take advantage being part of that niche with with different marketing opportunities. You could take advantage of of being able to target such a specific audience. You know, you don't have to worry about trying to get everyone because you're not one of the big guys. Right. You can just worry about getting the people who you really, really need. Right. We don't have to. We, we always talk about this from an SEO perspective. We don't have to rank for executive recruiters. We just have to rank for executive recruiters in uh, elevator repair. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it can be that specific and can be that focused. It, it's, uh, you know, I just talked to a firm that specialized in electrical distribution. That was their, that's their main focus. Right. And so they don't <laughs> need to rank for everything, but within electrical distribution companies and organizations uh, and, and facilities that do that, they need to come up on those results and they need mm-hmm. to be visible for them. And so, you know, marketing and advertising ourselves comes in a lot of different ways, whether we're sponsoring different organizations that are part of that, you know, that, so, I mean, there's very classic approaches like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, sponsoring those kind of associations, going to those conferences. Those are all things that that bring a lot of value. And I think most firms that I speak with agree with that. But it just becomes when we come, become move into the, the digital world of things, it becomes less tangible. Um, and so it seems like it's something that doesn't necessarily need to tap or doesn't maybe doesn't reap the benefits that that uh, that they want to see when they're in person and they shake that individual's hand that feels more real versus someone coming to uh, Google and uh, they see an ad for that firm on the side of that uh, of the side of that web page and they click through they don't feel that person click through they don't know that that person clicked through absolutely and so it's hard to trust and be able to verify but But we know that through analytics and statistics and things that people are doing, that individuals are clicking through and looking for organizations, even like recruiting firms, to be able to help them further their their company by finding the right talent. Or if they're a candidate by uh, looking for a company to be able to help them find the right position to further their career. Yeah. Um, So we can do things. What kind of channels, Ryan, are there for for advertising and being uh, being visible? Well, uh, there's a, there's a few different things that we can do digitally. You know, we have our organic methods. Sure. Um, so these are things like just taking advantage of uh, your own social media pages. Um, you know, if you haven't created a company page uh, for your recruiting firm, especially on LinkedIn, you know, the recruiting world's favorite uh, social media platform. Um, that's something you need to be doing. Um, you know, taking advantage of your your personal connections. Um, and your personal page, um, many recruiters have tons and tons and tons of connections on LinkedIn. Yeah, up to 30,000 yeah. some can have, yeah. And so that's a huge built-in audience that you can be talking to, you know, I mean, people can post once a day, every day. I mean, you can post however much you want. We don't recommend that you do it all the time. Well, well and that's but, a good point. And, and, and we're quick before you move on. And we've talked about this a little bit on past episodes, mm-hmm. but you do have to have a strategy. We're talking organic. Yes. 
you know, look at your audience, develop a strategy and put together a plan. Just don't go posting even on your personal page. You know, some people go rogue and they just have whatever thought uh, comes to mind, whatever, whatever they saw on whatever preferred news station that day um, that they want to reiterate or, 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 um, or repost. It, it, again, sometimes being controversial is fun. I get it. Um, but sometimes it doesn't make sense for your company or your brand. And those are some things that, that you have to consider, especially if you're a firm that represents more than just yourself. Um, and, and, and so thinking about what's going to resonate with your prospective clients and candidates, and even something that's shareable for your employees and getting them involved and in a, in that plan of, of being able to share that information because the algorithms on LinkedIn, uh, they vary of course, but, but they do give from, from time to time, preferential treatment to even a personal page. And Mm so knowing that if you're posting personal, that your company page should be sharing that there's a lot that goes into to how you should be interacting through organic content and posting schedules that you're uh, you're implementing through your company and personal LinkedIn, Facebook pages. Yeah, absolutely, and, and it's something that we've talked about in a, in a especially in a previous episode called uh, "Online Words: Real World Consequences." What you say and do matters. Just a little shout out. It was released March seventeenth, guys. So go check it out if you haven't. Um, but it's it's a really good point. What you're talking about is you have to come into it with goals and with strategy. Um, if you're not figuring out what you want to be doing, um, then you're just traveling without an end destination. Right. You know, and, 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 and so it should be something that can be measurable, um, that can be specific enough that, you know, you can attain it. Um, and, and so that way you can take advantage of those organic channels and also, you know, um, paid media efforts. Right. And well, this is the, the, and these are big. So the biggest increase that you can, that you see within social media is, is when you are having a organic content strategy, but then you supplement that and, and add upon that through boosting post and running display ads or uh, advertising campaigns through those platforms. So Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, they all have business ad and campaign managers, even uh, so Instagram, Twitter, I think even has uh, you can run ads through the, through those mm-hmm. uh, through those outlets as well. And th- this is where you start to really get in front of a lot of different audiences and start bringing people to your pages where they're then in, in immersed in your uh in your company's posts that you're putting together your organic content. That's when they start engaging and growing what you're doing. You're getting more visibility within that organic content by sponsoring and creating ad sets that reach out to them in and from a LinkedIn perspective is just focusing on that because we know again like you said a lot of people are on it um there's a lot of different ways um from not only mm-hmm. boosting and sponsoring the conversation ads uh to building out uh different types of sequences and lead forms and, and contact forms within that uh business manager and campaign manager to be able to bring individuals to that page where you're creating organic content that then ideally should lead them back to your website and that's a great point uh so a couple things there Um, I do want to get back to the website thing, because that is one of the most important things that you can have digitally. Um, But the other thing to look at when you're running ads is that there are um, a number of ways to look at success. And you should take a sort of holistic approach to to looking at your analytics and your success. Don't uh, look solely at one number. Um, It's important to figure out what numbers are important uh, and to also look at 
how your paid uh, marketing efforts are affecting your organic marketing efforts. Because a lot of times what we see, for example, when you run um, Google pay-per-click ads or, or, or display ads, um, you don't necessarily see a lot of action on the ads themselves, but you do see an increase in organic traffic because people right. are sometimes wary to click on ads. Yeah. And, and so we can look through things like the, there's a lot of tools. So not only Google Analytics, but Google Search Console allows us to see what people are mm -hmm. searching for your organization and for your company. And then from there, we can see that there's been an increase in the actual searches of the name of your organization. So we're mm -hmm. running uh, display ads. We we know then that we can see a direct correlation between those ads and people doing more organic searches for your company, because there's a lot of people like myself, when I see an ad, I'll just Google the company and didn't go to it rather yeah. than click through, uh, which is good from an ad spend perspective, because, you know, there's a lot of different ways by to set up the, whether you're paying by impression or paying by click, but, and those are all things that, that you can look into. We, we go through, we, we uh, determine the best route within that to get the most uh, for your ad spend and then what you're investing in your organization. But but there's a lot of ways to to kind of balance the way individuals are looking for and, and coming through to your organization. But we know that these things all relate together and get back to social media with that example. Um, if they are being driven to your company page through some sort of ad on LinkedIn, but there's nothing there then for them to gauge, engage in, uh, then then they're going to be, well, this company's not as legit as I thought. They're not real. You know, mm -hmm. what are they doing? There's nothing for me to be immersed in. Why would I follow that page? So, you know, if we're if we're implementing those organic methods is on top of the of the paid methods, it's really getting the most out of what you're doing from a marketing and advertising perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like you mentioned, with website, uh, when they do get to that point, um, it, it has to be a good website. I mean, we've said this before. It's better oh, yeah. to have no bad what no website than a bad website. 100 um, percent. And you it's horrible to have no website. <laughs> right. So that tells you how bad a bad website is because people are especially weary about spams or spam scams, that kind of stuff. Spams, so, spams, you know, <laughs> throw it down in the, <laughs> in the frying pan. Oh my God. Yeah. The I, re I, I remember the first time I had spam. Um, yeah. wasn't that bad. And then I went, we were at Hawaii a couple of years ago and they know how to, they know how to oh, make yeah. a mean spam. <laughs> That's a funny sense, but I mean, it's true. That's a what mean, I was going to say. Mean spam. Shout out to, to none of our Hawaiian listeners because we don't have any, but. Yeah, I don't. Not yet. Not yet. That's what they, they see the hashtag spam. Hashtag spam. They might say. Maybe. 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 <laughs> that's not the kind of spam we're talking about. We're talking about. No. Uh, websites that look bad spam. Yeah, bad spam. They look in illegitimate. Uh, they don't look like they have uh, any type of of real service to offer. Um, and the same thing can be with social uh, pages. Again, if you don't have a good presence on that, it, you know, it may be it actually may do more harm than good, because if I'm a candidate and I go to that page and I don't see any posts or I see one three years ago about the election or two years ago about the election or upcoming election, then all of a sudden, you know, and that's all I see. Maybe I'm not as, as in, um, in thrilled about, uh, about applying or reaching out because it just doesn't seem as real. Well, and, and the thought may be, well, they just, they aren't in business anymore. Right. I mean, yeah, so maybe, that's one of maybe the COVID things. got them. 
Yeah. I mean, and that's one of the things too, that you have to consider with your, your social media is, and we talk about this all the time, you know, make sure that, that your about sections are filled out, um, right. Google my business, make sure that's filled out. So people know you exist. And then with your website, you know, I mean, that is your best first impression digitally because it is your most lasting, you know, when you own right. your website and it exists like that, People can come to you and see exactly what you're all about and you control it. Right. Well, and we've never seen now. Right. And this is just the way it works. They have a flow of recruiting when when it's a uh, seemingly hot market. And, and you, we all know that markets are are great in one aspect, but then really, really hard in, in another. For example, it, right now it's you know, we have, have recruiters have more job orders and they know what to do with. But it's very difficult to find candidates. And when you do, it's very difficult to work them through a process. It just mm-hmm. is. Um, so, you know, even though it's a great job market, it's still very difficult to be able to negotiate and work with candidates through a process and, and even find great candidates. So there's always the give and take within that, but it's perceived a good market. And so we see recruiters, new recruiters popping up all the time and they can look legitimate if they do it right and invest the right of money. They can look legitimate overnight in what mm-hmm. it is they do. They may not have a clue how to recruit. You may have been doing it for 25 years and be able to be the best recruiter and have all the contacts and know exactly what to do. But John Smith just opened up his recruiting firm uh, because he got a hankering to do so because he had a friend that said it's good time to do it. And he decided to invest heavily in it. And all of a sudden he looks more legitimate than you. He mm-hmm. looks more real than you do and is getting calls and opportunities that you should be getting. Now he may fall flat, flat on his face, but how many, but all that does potentially is leave a bad taste of recruiters in that company's mouth or in that hiring manager's mouth. Yeah. And so all of a sudden we're missing out on all these opportunities to be able to make placements, build relationships and, and, and grow our organization. And so that's why we can't stress enough that the idea of marketing and advertising for a recruiting firm is just as important as it is for Coca-Cola or just mm-hmm. as important as it is for uh, whatever industry you want to, uh, you know, talk about lawnmowers, you know, there's, you know, it's anything. I just bought a lawnmower. That's why it's top of mind. It's so, <laughs> so that's why it's so important. That's one of the things. I mean, people say, you know, people, and I get it. People say all the time, marketing doesn't work, but I mean, how many brands could you name right now? in whatever industry, you know, right. you brought up Coca-Cola. There's a reason that they it's continue Coca-Cola. to do it. There's a reason yeah. it's Nike. There's a reason it's Corn Ferry. There's a reason it, it, it's any brand that, you know, John Deere, it's any reason that we know mm-hmm. a brand is because they spent time marketing and advertising and making us aware of who it is that they are. And so why is, why is recruiting in your specific vertical or niche uh, and being visible there any different? Everything, everything we do, you know, marketing and advertising is so encompassing because even you picking up a phone and calling and introducing yourself, that's a form of marketing. That's a Mm -hmm. form of advertising. If you never picked up the phone and introduced yourself, would you ever have a chance to build any relationships at all? No. So why did you do that? Because it worked. And so in today's day and age, when we have a different audience and a different type of individuals that are engaging through the web, which... I don't know the percentage. I think it's upwards of 80% of people. I think somewhere around there, uh, you know, Sounds don't, good don't, to me. don't call Snopes. Okay. Don't, don't, don't quote me on this. I mean, yeah. The fact checker is going to be all over you. Cause you said PGA tour earlier too. Oh, right. Is that not what it's called? <laughs> well, it's the one below the PGA tour. It's the oh, okay. Ferry tour. It used to be web.com tour. It's like gotcha. before they get there. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. So Ryan's Ryan's already, already helping us out, but yeah. there's a so reason. That's the only thing that, that we, that needs to be fact checked. That's right. It, guys. So, all right. Right. We're <laughs> fine. Otherwise. So, um, so within that though, there's so many people that are 
um, that are looking and on the web and engage in these different platforms to be able to utilize a service yourself. I know the first thing I do, and I, this is a statistic that Google has about 70% of all business, uh, all, all people go to the web and start doing research when they hear about a new product or service. So even if you're calling, and even if you do introduce yourself through an email, which used to be a no, no as well, but then now we know that it works. So people mm -hmm. utilize it every single day. Um, and this is back, you know, again, we're talking like late nineties on that, but, um, uh, even if you do something like that, um, they still are going to go to the web and do research based off of that message that they got or based off mm -hmm. of that email they got to see who you are. And when they, wherever they land and wherever they find you, that is, your marketing, that's your digital presence. And so if it's not done properly, if it's not done right, if you're not investing in in content, if you're not investing in being, and even investing can mean your own time. Uh, if you're not investing in creating information and putting that there, uh, sponsoring posts, um, uh, advertising your business in some way, shape or form, th the other guys that are, your competitors that, that see that value, that are doing that, they're gonna get the opportunities that, that you're not. Well, and that's because that's ultimately what it is, is it's an investment in you. Right. Um, it's an investment of of your time, of your resources in yourself. And yeah. the goal with that is to see your return on investment that then comes back to you. It's all about you. Right. It's all about you. It's all about you. That's what it comes down to, guys. <laughs> sounds, that sounds so motivational. I well, don't know why. It's just, it is, you know. Just treat yourself, right? Just treat yourself. Shout out to you. Shout out Arsenio <laughs> Hall. <laughs> you know, it's just, a full circle know, episode. Invest in yourself. You know, we, we, we need to write a book called Invest in Yourself. The Secrets to Recruitment Marketing. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty good. There you go. That's yeah. pretty good. I'll write that down. Yeah, All guys, right. watch for that one to drop here uh, 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 whenever trademark. it does. Trademark. That's our yeah, we said it. Right? Trademark, is, that, is, that okay? is that all right? Yeah, this is ours now. That's okay. how it works. So obviously there's a lot that goes into this, um, you know, strategies and ways to be able to implement those, what, what to use on different platforms and how to do that and the frequency, probably some things that we should probably talk about in a little bit more depth on other episodes. Uh, this is kind of just overall introduction and just to the fact that you should be doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, again, you're, you can do it yourself. Most of these things you can do yourself, hire somebody to do it internally, outsource it to in the firm like ourselves. Uh, just, just, can I say just do it? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll have our lawyers check on that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Between Nike and Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, how do you say it? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he 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 does it. He says just do it, right? A little yeah, man. yeah. You got it. Yeah, I think so. I think it's important to to just just do it. To do it justly, right? Well, and do it do it correctly. <laughs> yeah. Just Absolutely. do it. Just, there it is. There wow, it is. And it just, just magically it. popped up. Yeah, it's amazing how that works. But mm -hmm. all right, Ryan, I think that's enough. I think they're tired of us. Um, I'm sure they are. I'm tired of us. Well, that's that's a given. Um, so we'll be, yeah. be sure to to follow us on all of our social channels. What are those, Ryan? What are the social uh, channels? Well, we got uh, Facebook. We okay. got Instagram. Okay. Uh, and we got LinkedIn. And now we have two LinkedIn pages. We have our specific recruiters websites page, and we have one dedicated to Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast where you can keep up with things like uh, show updates, episode updates. Uh, you can let us know what you want to hear. Um, yeah. And just really, you can interact with us. I mean, we would love to hear from you guys. Yeah, we appreciate everyone taking some time to listen to us. We hope it's entertaining and informational, informational, informative. There we go. 
There it is. Uh, and there it is, informative. And we'll look forward to, to talking with everybody again next time. Absolutely. Thanks, guys.